Yo, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another Skill Riders Podcast, episode number 221, with your host, 65 Lokes. I hope you guys are doing well. On the commute again, heading out. A little bit of traffic right now, as you could hear. Um, I'm on the freeways here of Los Angeles at the moment, uh, cruising through the 134 freeway, soon to connect to the 101 uh, freeway. And... Um, yeah, a lot, a lot of different things uh, going on. I wanted to uh, just follow up with you guys, keep you guys updated with uh, the latest of what I've been working on, uh, latest things with the online store, and just, you know, uh, things looking forward to uh, within the next uh, weeks that are coming up and months and so forth. But um, anyway, I hope you guys are doing good out there, staying busy, uh, building, and, you know, just... Uh, like being creative, you know, having all these ideas and, and just laying down things that are in your mind, um, out on the canvas of the uh, scale model cards. So I hope, uh, everything works out and, you know, whenever we hit that wall and stuff like that, um, you know, sometimes we got to put the model away knowing that, you know, it's not the end of it. Um, we might not just be ready for it at that time. Maybe the idea that we want to execute on this model, it's, very forward thinking that we our skills have not caught up to the idea on our mind so we have to put it away until we catch up um, as we you know earn and learn these skills with possibly a couple other builds or you know who knows maybe the person out there that needs to give you that guidance is out there but you it's gonna probably be a while till you meet them you know and um and shed some light but i hope uh something like that kind of makes you think about it because i know I've, I've experienced it like that with many uh, builds from a lot of the first builds i was doing uh compared to now and there's even some builds that i've held on to for years that i was working on back then and i had this like you know enormous idea of like i want to do this i want to do this hinges the car here, suicide doors here, and I want to do this paint job, but at the time I, ha- I had no clue, and I wasn't even close to the skills of any of that to even be able to do that, so I held back, I was always like, I know I, I, I could try, but it's not going to come out the way I want, and, I, and I'm just going to be left disappointed, or I can just wait and hold on to this model so for when the time comes, um, I could, I could do it because I didn't want to hire anybody, you know, to be like, Hey, can, can I pay you to do this? You know, cause that back when I was getting started up again, I was noticing that online. Um, you know, there was this like big movement on social media where people would like throw it out there and just like, just straight up say it built, not bought, you know? that was like a thing and then um also uh, i don't know i it, it was just one of those things where people were tripping like like if let's say somebody busts out a model and you're like damn that's dope and you start to ask the the owner of the model like dude you know like how'd you hinge that or, or how'd you paint that or what and dudes would be kind of worried to even tell you you know some someone would just say like oh no like i didn't i didn't paint it or i didn't even hinge it or anything i paid someone to do it and 
it was one of those things like when people would find out you know it's like all oh, that credibility would just go out the window like oh this fool ain't even building this like come on dude you know and it's a trip it's a trip but it happens it, I, I feel like it doesn't happen that much anymore i feel like people are definitely doing it they're executing what they do um i i feel like you know the, the hobby is just being pushed to another level another level which is dope and and there's a lot of guys out there you know even even uh, girls too that are building so but it but it's one of those things where what i'm trying to say is like there's more people out there doing it you know because before it was like like really like small like the community really tight-knit but now it's it's expanded so much it's blown up a lot you know and you definitely do got new people um that are coming back or even just jumping into it for song to do it you know and and they're killing it they're coming out with some pretty cool stuff uh, but, but yeah, just, just giving it time, you know, that's, that's definitely the, uh, the thing there. And, um, yeah, this, this week's been, uh, pretty cool. It's been exciting just because of, uh, you know, working on the model builds and, and also kind of planning out like what's going to be the next, uh, move with, with the builds at the same time, you know, I got product been coming in and, and just ordering, paints and and other uh things that i need in hand kind of slowly pick building up that house of color um you know collection of paint and stuff like that and and you know before uh when i was buying house of color i was going a little too crazy i was buying like every color like overdoing it you know uh like if it came down to metallics I would just order the kit or try to get every color if they didn't have the kit. Pearls, the same thing. Uh, even the just regular base colors. I was just trying to get all these things at hand. Not not really thinking or knowing that there's a high chance I'm not going to use it all, you know. In my mind, I thought, oh, well, you know, I like to have every color just in case. And... And finally, when it came down to uh, to like, okay, well, let's paint this model. Let's let's get it working together. You know, that question mark of well, what color, what do I want? It was always like a hard question to answer at times, you know. And and it it was kind of it was pretty whack because you think, well, man, you have all these colors and you can't decide on what color to go with, you know. Now that I have less colors i don't really have that many colors at all it makes it very easy for me to select uh and to brainstorm the color i want because i don't have this pressure of having all these colors you know now it just boils down to okay well um i only have three colors what can i do with these three and if I, and let's say I just decide, all right, I don't want to use those three. I want to go completely a different route. Maybe it's a color I have not done, you know, before. Okay, well, well, which one or what, you know, what am I going to go with? And that's where the brainstorming begins. Now you start to think about, all right, what, what kind of uh, primer, what's going to be the foundation, the color? Am I going to go with gray? Am I going to go with light gray, white, or black? 
you know you start thinking about all these uh, different colors and it all depends on on what you're doing you know what's going to be the the end result because you know a lot of people will say do a spoon test spray spoons you know different primers and then layer your colors and it's obvious you're going to get different shades of it you know uh, but at the same time too if, if you're mixing different types of uh, paint lines together like let's just say you're mixing in like Tamiya, Mr. Hobby, Createx and uh, House of Color all together you know that's going to be quite an experimentation that you, you are going to be running a high risk that something might happen down the road and sh and you should not think like oh nothing's gonna happen you're something could happen you know they always say try to stick to the same uh, paint line but if you start mixing up you know you're 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 just dealing with different types of solvents and paints you know you're mixing in urethanes with lacquers with water-based paints you know so and then also depending how you layer them you know what you're putting over it one might be too hot for the other you know or one might not adjust to what's what it's being sprayed onto so i know for for the most part whenever i spray tamiya primer on my model cars you know i wet sand them scuff the body down make sure that a lot of that plastic is not shiny at all and once I uh, leave that tooth on the body, I spray my primer. And as the primer, you know, is chilling, that's when, you know, I'll, I'll look at the body to see, you know, do I need to do any more body work? You know, maybe I might need to do another run of sanding, um, but not go too heavy, you know, maybe like a 600 grit of sanding going over the body and and wet sanding and at some point you're going to notice that oh wow the the primer just came right off on these edges or these little these uh, even a flat area and that's and that's totally fine you know just scuff it up and layer another coat of primer now that area is going to it's going to really be intact with that primer um, i've always i've always you know things have gone well when i when i spray urethane paint over to me a primer and uh and it's a lacquer so nothing's ever happened you know in the past i've thought about oh well why don't i buy house of color the kd 3000 which is their their primer you know but at the same time it's like i don't want to be stuck with like a quart of primer that's that's gonna just i'm probably gonna have it for years if i'm just using it for model building and and just be having that you know i, I don't i'm like nah i don't want to I don't want to just sit on that and then have to mix and do all this stuff. I like mixing the paints, but for primer, to me, it's like that, that's got to be quick. A primer job's got to be like quick, you know, because you're going to be layering more, more amounts of primer, especially when you're doing body work. And, and I like the fact that I have it in a can. I could just, you know, shake the can, spray my primer. And that primer is very forgiving. You know, you could... You could spray so much, so many layers of primer on the body, and you know you're not gonna get runs or anything like that, and it and it lays really fine, so it's not like it's gonna it's gonna build up, and you're gonna 
you know, not see any of the lines, you're still going to be able to see stuff, you know, and it goes, and that primer goes a long way. You, you could definitely, uh, be spraying a lot of bodies, uh, with it. And, you know, recently I, uh, was working on this, uh, Nissan Z wagon that zoom on model produced. And this is a, a resin body that they produced earlier this year and it looks really interesting you know because it's almost like a ghost car something that most likely does not exist in the one-on-one scale but it's weird because i have seen a photo of the what looks like a one-on-one scale of what their the inspiration or the rendering behind this product that they produced but i'm not too sure if, if this is like a one-off you know, because when you do searches for this, that's the only car that pops up and and it and it's like connected to Zoom on, you know. I don't know where they found this photo or or what. But but it looks awesome. Like it's it's definitely uh like very inspirational. And when I saw that, I always like when different bodies or new cars are created, even like wagons, things that don't exist. It's always nice to be able to uh, tackle on one of these cars because if you do it right, your car, your model car is like the one of one, like out there in the world of this, you know, that was created. And, and that one you did could make a lot of noise out there, you know. So they came out with this and, and I was like, I jumped on it right away, you know. I got my hands on it. I started uh, gluing on the uh, the parts from the donor kit it's a Tamiya Nissan Z as well the two-door and with this one I was like all right dang it I was like everything fits really nice like good I was like cool so I just committed glued everything on and I started to uh, primer the body I primered the body by using Mr. Hobby uh, the 1500 uh, finish and and once I laid that on it, it laid out really smooth very minimal you know like sanding I had to do and then I sprayed another coat of clear I mean clear uh, of the of the primer got it on there so it was nice and smooth and you know I um, I had recently done a mix of paint so I had mixed some house of color paint components were trans nebula with a uh, reducer green candy and also a scoop of like a teaspoon scoop of dry pearl blueberry from house of color so when you mix when i started to mix the whole thing at the end you know it looks teal and with the pearl effect and a candy effect like i was just really digging it and in my mind i'm like this this is what i'm gonna go for you know i already have the black base laid out like the primer not even the base color yet right just the primer and in my mind i was like i'll just i'll just layer i'll spray this over that and i'll be good and i could move forward right right there i was skipping a step you know and and I was like all right let me just 
prep everything. So I, I got the model prepped up in the booth. I got my two airbrushes set up. Uh, one of them being the... This time I was going to use the Mr. Hobby um, pistol grip gun, which has a fan tip. And it's a 0.5 with needle. I was like, I'm going to use this one. Haven't used it in a while. So we'll go with that. And then also my HPCS airbrush for my WADA that has a 0.5 tip. Around, like round, it shoots it round. So I was like, I'll use the round, the smaller airbrush. Not smaller, but the non-pistol grip airbrush. Just so I could spray in small areas. Meaning like the side view mirrors, um, around the wheel wells. Uh, portions of the grill in the front where the grill's going to be attached like the front bumpers and all that uh, the rear bumper like just small little crevices little areas that I know that if I shoot it with uh, with the fan tip it's not going to really get too in, in there you know so I was like alright I'm going to go ahead and, uh, and, and do that so I got my paint all ready I poured it in the two cups of each airbrush and I started off by spraying with my HPCS. I started spraying all those little areas and, and everything seemed fine. I was like, cool, you know, I could see the shimmer of the blue pearl coming out and then a little bit, a little bit of green as well, you know, was coming out on the, on the light. The lighting's not too great in there, you know, and a lot of times you don't really see the, uh, the effects until you clear it, you know. Because uh, when it dries, it, it dries it as a matte finish. It's never supposed to dry wet. It, it's it's always like more of a matte finish. Man, I just see a Nissan Z right now on the freeway. That's a trip. Speaking of the devil, now. So now that I have the paint on the pistol grip gun that has the fan tip. I go, all right, all those little crevices have been sprayed. Now let's go right ahead and start to spray the body from the side. This way I get even coverage and I only have to do maybe like four passes starting from the bottom, from right to left and then left to right and then, you know, and so forth going up, right? Starting from the bottom, going all the way up, getting that coverage. So I start spraying it. And I'm getting the sides. Now I, I turn the model. I'm using the Tamiya stand. So I'm rotating. Now I get the back. Rotating to the other side. I get the side. Now I get turn it to the front. I get the front and the hood. And now I'm moving my way towards the top of the car. Which is, you know, the roof. And I'm spraying the roof. But then I take a break right like i put i just put everything back on its stand and i'm looking at the examining what i did because you always want to look every time you spray something you want to look at it and i'm starting to notice that it looks a little little dusty and, and just kind of funky now and i'm like hmm all right like this reminds me of like back then when i was uh i would run into these issues and i was going like i was going like damn like i haven't read ran into an issue like this in a while so then I was like, let me let me try to spray another coat just to see what happens. So I go and I spray another coat with with the fan tip, and I uh, I get coverage on the car, like even more now. And now I get I have one of these uh, these Luma lights that that's a light that's intended for your spray guns, 
and it's a really bright light that it's intended for the spray gun so this way when you're spraying panels and things in the booth you're really supposed to see uh, what you're hitting right because sometimes the lighting's so bad in areas or there is no lighting in areas that you could hit a blind spot where you think oh I, I got coverage there but it, it really needs more paint that's the intention for that light so I have one and it's one of the earlier models and I was like oh let me bust it out and let me shine it over it in here in the booth because I know the lighting's not that great so then now I really got to see you know the the brute pearl doing its thing and and just shining and I like I like the color of the car and everything. I just didn't like the way it looked. It looked very dusty. Like it looked weird in certain areas. So I started to to take down notes. All right, because I need to figure out what went wrong. So I cleaned out my airbrushes. I decided to stop there. Decided not to add no more paint to the to the car. I wasn't mad or anything tripping. You know, I was just like, all right, cool. I know this is gonna set me back a little. But I just need to figure out what's going to be my next move. So I just put everything away. And I started to to just like think about those things. Like what are the red flags? What are things that I did different this time around compared to the other times that I haven't had an issue like this? And for once, for the, I mean for once. So for the first one, I would say is the airbrush, okay? I ended up using the Mr. Hobby airbrush a 0.05 not knocking the airbrush it's a great airbrush it's just i have not used it in so long so that could be a factor there you know um, i've been using my other iwata hpth like a workhorse and i haven't had an issue with that one you know um so i was like thinking all right that could be one uh the second one is and maybe the major one is that i mixed candy and pearl together right with the transnebula all together in one <clears throat> which there could have been some effect there's some something there where even um you got two two effects that are mixed together that can be fighting each other right um <clears throat> and and it's it's something like this like for example if you do a, a candy paint job on a car and then you spray pearl over it well the pearl is going to drown the, the candy you know it's just going to cover right over it and you're not going to see no candy <clears throat> if if you layer pearl underneath and then you layer um candy which is a transparent color over pearl you're going to be able to see both effects you're you're going to be able to see the transparency of the candy but you're also going to be seeing the effect of the pearl right underneath that candy. And when you have them both <clears throat> mixed together like that, sometimes they're fighting each other. You know, they're, they're going to be fighting. As I'm agitating and as it's spraying out of the airbrush, you know, it's it's almost like they're they're both like they're, they're either going to be stuck at the door shoulder to shoulder trying to push themselves in and out or or one of them's gonna be more like all right all pearl is like shooting on and the and the candy's not really coming out or now the candy's coming out like all these variations could happen which really isn't gonna give a good finish and it, and it might ruin it 
So I started to think that that right there could have been a, a big factor in what happened. Another thing too is maybe my airbrush was too far away from the body. Another one, my PSI level uh, wasn't at the right maybe. But I want to scratch those last two off just because my PSI has always been the same. I've always left it at the 20 and and, I, and nothing's happened. No matter if I'm spraying metallics, you know, if I'm spraying solid bases, clear, pearls, candies, you know, it's, it's all, I haven't had an issue with that. So now my plan was, all right, I'm going to give it another go. What I'm, what I need to do is I'm not going to strip the body. I'm not going to go back down to the bear because that is just going to set me back even more. I went ahead and I brought the car in. Like, I want to say maybe, I don't know if it was the next day. It might've been the next day, you know, uh, but I got two, 2000 grit of God hand sand, sanding sponge. And I just went ahead and I wet sanded the body. I got rid of all those like little, uh, like dry areas, like little rough areas out the, the car, you know, it's, it's a little smooth, but it, it did knock down a, like a good amount. I didn't want to go too rough, like a thousand or a 800 grit, nothing like that. Just because I didn't want to break through the primer down, you know, I just want to get, I just want to scuff that, that first layer. Right. So I went ahead and I ordered four ounces of house of color, jet black urethane paint from coast airbrush. I just received it. So now my plan is to spray the whole car with the, the jet black paint just to get it nice and uniformed, all black. And I went back and I mixed a new batch of the dry blueberry pearl with the trans nebula and the reducer on its own. So that's all mixed up in its own little bottle using a, a Tamiya 23 milliliter little glass jar. And then I also mixed in Transnebula with reducer and green candy on another Tamiya 23 millimeter milliliter bottle. So now both components are separate. Once, um, once my jet black is like laid out and I determine like, okay, cool. Everything looks cool. We're good to go. Then the next step is going to be to spray the, that blue pearl over the whole body. And, and that was another thing, you know, I had, I had looked up how does pearl look over a white base, over a, a, a black base, this, this kind of pearl. It looks, it, and the bottle says it's a blueberry, so it's a little bit more more darker tone. Uh, but when you spray it over black, it, it looks a, a lot more rich on the color. When you spray it over white, it looks pretty dull. So I was I was sold more on the black. So as far as my base. So once I have my pearl laid out, I'm gonna wait like four hours. Then I'm gonna come back. And then I'm gonna lay my uh, my green candy over the blue pearl, so now it's uniformed. 
and and now you have two components that are not fighting each other and there's transparency between them between both so this way i got those all covered up ready to go um, once that's done the next session of, of uh paint or the next session to come back to is just clear coating clear coating the car and, and and that should be that should do it for that um and then later you know i'll start painting um areas of the interior of the car also um painting like just you know other other sections just to bring the car to life and get it all together nice and uniform so this way i could complete this build and this will be another build that i want to cle uh, complete for this year of 2023 because there, there's still more projects that i have lined up that i need to uh that i need to complete and finish and it's been fun man just like doing all this stuff right now uh, seeing what people are doing on instagram facebook youtube you know it's very inspiring you know people are just killing it you know not, not just in the u.s you know abroad like outside of the u.s people are killing it like just doing uh so much cool stuff uh, another one who just keeps killing it another person is uh kid builder chris out in the uk you know for uh, for being out so far away from us here in the u.s right but still being connected to us like so close that we could just you know dm comment you know reach out like that that you know you hit us back asap right away you know it, it's so it's so cool to be able to communicate you know with, with someone that lives so far away but at the same time being able to see the growth and development of his skills and just you know the execution of his models how they come out very clean and very realistic too so like what would be a real car and at the same time being true to like saying like you know i'm like showcasing this model as to like if you build it right out of the box this is how you know it, it would most likely look like if you used the things i used but obviously chris has his style chris has his skills so you know also that's another thing like if if you have the or learn the skills like him you're definitely going to execute and get a car just coming out out of the shop like his <clears throat> and it's crazy because um it's it's uh very melodic and like you start to see video clips like not too long ago i i really enjoyed a video clip he posted when he was clear coding his um i believe it's the uh the the r34 or r32 i think it's the r34 um gtr and i was just like admiring okay he's got it in the booth he's got a spray gun you could see the the clear in the cup and he's just doing his thing you know and i mean i'm a big fan of watching clear coat i mean when when i have to clear coat my cars that's like my favorite part right there you know i'm never like scared to do it i'm always like excited like dude it's, it's time to clear coat this thing because it's because it's magic it's gonna bring the car to life 
but when I see other people do it, I'm like, oh man, this is dope. It's it's very uh, very pleasing to see that, right? <clears throat> and just seeing him like just do it, I was like, man, that's dope. And I was admiring his booth. It, he has one of these like really dope booths that in the back it has like a waterfall that collects a, a lot of these uh, the overspray of the chemicals it gets pulled into the water there and I was just like damn this, this is so dope and and you know Chris has come a long way because you know from what we've seen and if you backtrack to his Instagram you know once in a while he'll share with us his his booth or his bench and just his work place and, and I really admire that you know Chris doesn't have like a huge stash, a crazy collection. You know, he he uh, he acquires his kits as he goes, as he's finishing builds. He starts to acquire new kits, finishes a build, he's acquiring a new kit. You know, <clears throat> so it's one of those things where where he's really focused on what he's working on, what's in front of him. He gets it done, and it's just like there's not a lot of pressure of knowing, dang, I got like ten kits waiting on me to build or twenty. You know. And at the same time, he's displaying his kids. He puts them in their little cases once they're done to display. That way they don't get dirty, get any dust on them. But then just seeing the development little by little, the, the tools growing, the uh, the booth, the bench, just, just everything. It, it's really cool to see that all come together. You know, he's come a long way and, and I mean, Everything he's just been doing has, has been awesome on his part right there. Um, but make sure you guys check him out on Instagram, uh, Kit Builder Chris, because he's doing some really cool stuff. And, and you know, he, he's always uh, willing to help people that have questions and stuff like that. Um, but who knows? May, maybe in the you, you guys out there, if you guys are model builders out in the UK, maybe. They could be a show, and if not a show, maybe a meetup, you know? I wonder if, like, there would be, like, I don't know, five people, ten people, whatever, that listen to this podcast that are out in the UK, different regions, different cities, and are more like, you know, you guys start to just say what's up, communicate, and at some point kind of find, like, a middle ground of, like, you know, we should meet up one day. You know, let's all figure out a date when we're all free on this weekend. And maybe we can meet on a Saturday so we could bust the mission, even if we have to drive like four hours out or something. Find a middle a middle ground. Let's just meet up, bring our all our models, <clears throat> try to get there early and, you know, bust out some tables. Just shit. Like, each one of us show our stuff to each other and and just kind of, you know, give ideas and whatnot. And, and you know, in the, in, the, in the afternoon and, you know, in the evening, just call it a day. Go home and, you know, be able to get home on time so it's not too late. And just relax the Sunday, you know, have the Sunday off, relax, processing still everything. What you just witnessed, what you just experienced, these connections you made, the models you saw. Maybe, you know, like there, there's, there's just an area where you're kind of 
jacking up where you're like, dang, I don't know how to get over this hump. That the other homie knows how to do it, and he and he could tell you how to do it. And now you're like, all right, cool, I'm, I'm on to the next thing now, you know? Um, I, I know how to get over this wall and, and not, like, mess up, jack up, or anything, and just kind of go from there. Um, I don't know, just throwing it out there, but the same for, like, anywhere else that's, like, outside of the U.S., because I know a lot of people are out there building, and they live far. They live so far from each other, and... I always think, man, what if there wasn't any, like, connection with social media? What if there wasn't no communities or no groups? And and you were just building on your own, you know, for yourself. You know, um, I mean, you would motivate yourself to build, but I would always think, like, how are the skills going to get better, you know? Or what would be the purpose of even wanting to get the skills up even more? Like, maybe that that's what would lack the the skills and the hobby not being pushed to the next level and at the same time maybe make people want to stop building that that would kill the the hobby you know not having no no outlet no nothing no connection like you know like all the people i used to build on the street they moved away you know or i moved away into an area where no one builds here and now you know, I can't even find any of this stuff, but we're so lucky that we have everything right now. We have all the tools, all the kits. We have everything right now. 3D print, whatever that's not made, we it could be made. That That's just not... <clears throat> there's no more, like, saying, like, no, no, it can't happen. It could happen, you know? If, if you... Uh, <clears throat> have the scratch building skills uh the the skills of a visionary the skills of you know 3d printing developing all that with the software paint skills all the if you own all those kind of skills you're unstoppable at this point you know it's just gonna you're gonna take it to the next level uh right there that's gonna be uh, a definite. Um, but yeah, I'm still still driving right now. I'm, I'm almost there. I'm just like trying to drink my my coffee as I'm driving, so this way my voice doesn't get all like raspy because uh, sometimes I forget to uh, to take a sip or anything, or even when I have my water, <clears throat> I get so caught up in the in the podcast. Um, I don't even write nothing down. I'm just like. I'm just driving, I'm focusing on my surroundings and what's in front of me, what's inside of me and behind as I'm going on this highway. And at the same time, I'm just like, I think of one subject and boom, let's go, you know? So recently on the online store, I received new product from Zuman. It just arrived yesterday, the day before this podcast is being recorded. And one of them is the, the Zuman uh, tow hooks. You know, I, I've always uh, wanted to make Scale Riders tow hooks. You know, like its own, like PE set, right? Because I, I noticed, I mean, I was noticing I don't see these at all. Like nowhere, 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 right? I was like, oh, I want to do some, I want to do some. And, and, you know, I, I was talking with the... Uh, 
Detail Junkies with David, and yeah, we, we were in talks, you know, I wanted him to produce some for me, but then, like, time passed, and, you know, I got busy with stuff, and now that was, like, on a back burner, and eventually, I acquired some tow hooks from uh, Hobby Design on eBay, I was like, oh, wow, like, there are tow hooks out there, I just never was aware of these, so I got some, and I'm like, oh, these are dope, you know, I was like, dang, like, like, all right, like, the plan I had for tow hooks, it's already been done, so, you know, the, the tow hooks are here, so then, um, you know, time passed, and, and once in a while, like, you know, you see the tow, tow hooks being made and everything. And, and whenever, you know, um, I'd get, like, stuff from Zoomon, I noticed, oh, wow, there's a little, like, in their kits, there's a little tow hook here. But then I was, like, looking at their catalog, and, you know, Zoomon's been killing it. They've been coming out with stuff left and right, left and right, left and right. And I was, like, the one thing they're missing out of everything are their tow hooks. They don't have any. Like, a standalone tow hook set, Right? So I thought, all right, Hobby Design has a set, but you can't really find them. They're hard to find. Um, and then Zuman doesn't have any. I want to get some made, but then I'm also kind of like backtracking, like, eh, maybe, like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I want to venture into that because it's already been done. And if I want to do it, it might take even longer and I'm just, I don't know, I wasn't so keen on it anymore. Like, my the excitement kind of died out a little for me for, like, a pure, uh, like, set of just that, right? So, just, like, by having, like, conversation uh, with the owner of Zuman, you know, we chat, and I was just, like, I brought it up to him, and I just said, yo, why don't you do, why don't, why haven't you done tow hooks? Like, that's what you need, you know, and I was like, you should definitely do tow hooks, like, I think people would really love that, like, just a standalone set with tow hooks, and he was just like, oh, like, dude, like, thanks for the idea, like, I had any, like, I don't know, I guess it didn't cross his mind or anything like that, so, like, time passed, and I want, I want to say probably within the month, he, boom, tow hooks are out, they're available and I'm like dang that was fast it tripped me out I was like whoa what the hell like that's so crazy and dude they look dope and his designs like you got another option those designs are way different from the designs from Obby design and at the same time I was even thinking damn even these designs are, are really really dope I don't know like the references he got from where or what but dude did his homework and his research and i was like dang like i think he put like 18 pieces in there different ones and i'm like man this is like super cool and i recently received um some for the online store so um so they're they're in the site they're available um they, they look really nice i'm gonna start using them on my builds as well now that i have a a set um, you know they're they're photo etched, so most likely on some of them I'm go I'm going to paint. I'm gonna paint them up and put them in there. Yeah, I think that'd be uh, pretty dope to uh, 
to insert them on some of the some of the models that make sense to have like a, a tow hook um, in there. But I was just like just tripping out on how fast how fast that was created, you know. Um, but you know, I I love the people at new at I mean at, at Zoomon. I, I support their products. I carry a lot of their products. The, the catalog has, has grown in my store. Um, you know, in the in the U.S., I might I might be the only one selling their products right now. Um, I know back then there was another site that was selling them, but they don't sell them anymore. Um, you know, but I'm I'm carrying them, a lot of their stuff here. I have it available, and it, it's just you know I just felt like it would be more true if they did did that piece right there, uh, just to add to the catalog. You know, you know. Eventually, I, I mean, I mean for sure they're probably going to be doing it back, like in the future. But I know, like, just from having that convo with the dude, I was like, "Yo, like, you need to do tow hooks," you know. So, who knows? I don't know. I think it's something else later to throw throw some more more ideas at them. <clears throat> that'd be that'd be pretty dope. And you know, sometimes we got to do stuff like that when um, you know you you support someone or you want to see some growth. You know, and, and things is sometimes you got to share some ideas out there because they could help someone. You might have an idea, and, and instead of trying to be a gatekeeper and, and trying to trying to keep ideas or, or, or things from people moving forward, you, you gotta you gotta let people know. You know, it ends up uh, uh, wor- working out <clears throat> right there. Who knows? Uh, Maybe one day in the future there'll be a Zoom on Scale Riders collaboration. You know, I think that'd be a, a pretty cool thing to, to see and, and to do, to have come to life in the future. There, you know, but uh, we'll see what transpires with more. <clears throat> but with building, I mean, right now it, it's it's been uh, really fun. Um, I know that the uh, the Now or Never build off has just kicked off a new build off with their uh their 80s theme build <clears throat> and then the model car build off started uh their uh, their SEMA theme and and that's going to I don't know if it's it just started I don't know if they're already taking on people or or you could right now immediately like get a hold of them to uh to let them know you want to participate because it's it's a big one for them and from speaking with Jesse Walker, I know he's told me he's mentioned that December, you know, they're not doing anything in December. They take a break <clears throat> in that month uh, due to holidays, you know, and family, which is very understandable and pretty cool. You know, that's definitely what you want to do is uh, is just you know chill with your fam, chill with your family and uh, and with your loved ones, you know. <clears throat> and sometimes too, like when you think of family, um, it doesn't necessarily mean like like your bloodline, you know, like siblings, like like your your brother, stepbrother, stepsisters, or you know, uh, people. It could be even friends, um, you know, from you know from growing up in in Oxnard, you know, most. Uh, most people that that lived in the areas I lived that are families, right? Born and raised, things like that. And 
until the kids grow up and then they move away then they have more families and they always come and visit and this and this and that and the family keeps growing and growing and growing and growing right but then you know living in in cities like in Ventura with roommates or or living you know like in LA and stuff like that it changes because now you're you're living with roommates now you're living in apartments and you're living in areas where sometimes there isn't big families maybe it's a single mom a single dad that's your neighbor or it's just a bunch of young roommates that live from out of state or you know from different areas or some people like they're the only child you know like different different things and I know some people sometimes are in situations where they they could feel a bit lonely around the holidays right Um, and they kind of hate it because they go dang like I'm by myself everyone's with everybody what the hell Um, but what I noticed from the times when I lived in um, you know in other areas away from my family it was like I got to spend holidays with friends with other people and I was like like yo this is pretty cool you know you're you're kicking it with friends and 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 they do make you feel like family you know and for some friends they go like yo like you guys are my family you know we we not might we not might be by blood but you know like we have each other's backs you know we respect each other we're there for each other and and it's just like right now we're here in this moment together right now you know and and we're creating a memory right now by just kicking it talking eating whatever you know and sometimes too like you might be living far away and it's only you and your girlfriend your fiance you know your significant other and that's it and like that's your family right there you know um even your dog or your cat like you might be by yourself but you have an animal right next to you that's your family right there you know um so it's just like things to kind of think about um you know so this way you don't feel like dang um i have a a a friend who you know he grew up alone like he doesn't like his dad wasn't around um his mom raised him once he reached you know 18 he became very independent moved away just work 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 lived in different areas and um he has no siblings you know um still in touch with his mom but still he's kind of on his own but he knows a lot of people you know but to him he he has that attitude of like well instead of like you know me like going a place to place to place to spend the holiday he's like i'm gonna i want i want to spend a holiday at my place but not by myself i'm gonna invite people to my place my friends you know and he just that's what he does he invites people over like yo c- come through come through let's do friendsgiving you know like the thanksgiving thing and or the christmas whatever whatever holiday it is right even if it's just a bar we come through come through and um and it 
and that's just you know everyone has their own like the 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 mentality of like yo this is the way i'm gonna do it and this and that and and you know and if you never done that you know it might be this might be the year you take initiative and you go yo let's do it you know I'm, i'm gonna do it my way this time which i think is pretty cool when you, when you start doing uh, little things like that, you know. Uh, but how cool would it be if you like spend a holiday with uh, with like your friends and you tell your your girlfriend or your wife with the kids, hey, look, we're gonna go over here, and they're like, yeah, let's go. And then your other buddy he builds too, so you bring your your uh, your tackle box with all your tools and everything and your model. And you're going to spend the weekend there. And your homie's like, dude, like, we could build models all weekend, bro. Like, this is going to be dope. Like, our wives, you know, let them hang out. Our kids, they'll be busy playing. And we could be over here in the garage. If the girls need us, if the family needs us, like, hey, you know, it's time to barbecue. Well, all right, we put everything down. Let's go do that. And then, all right, everyone's, hey, everyone's cool chilling. All right, like, you guys won't see us for another four hours. We're going to be in the garage painting or something, you know, that'd be pretty cool, or even just kicking it, just talking about brainstorming, like, oh, check it out, this is what I want to do, and, you know, this and that, dang, that sounds like fun right there, if you ask me, I I wouldn't mind doing something like that, all right, I'm back, Um, well, I had to to pull over to get some gas, Um, anyway, got to get back on that, on this road, I'm almost there, I'm not too far away, uh, but I hope you guys are enjoying this episode, you know, talking about a lot of uh, different uh, various things. We're already in the month of August, which is uh, pretty crazy. You know, this year's year is already uh, rolling through. And, um, I'm, you know, every every time, you know, I'm, I'm on, my, on my store, I have to be looking at, you know, like what's available in the market right now? What kits can I get? what tool what's like the new stuff right that i can get and and also look look at the store i i'm always constantly having to look through my inventory um constantly looking at products and things and having to make decisions you know as far as to like what needs to come in new what needs to go out what's like the dead stock where this is it no more i'm not i'm not gonna be uh carrying this anymore into the uh, online store and um one of the 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 products that you know i mean there's many but i am going to be putting a lot of stuff on sale that i don't plan on to like right now if you go to the website scalewriters.com there is a tab that there's items that are like 15 percent off and a lot of those items they're it's more like dead stock stuff, meaning I'm, I'm just not going to restock on that stuff. Once it sells, once it's out, it's out and I'm not going to restock on it anymore. Um, so some of those items were available through certain distributors or, or just direct where they're unavailable or I'm just, I have no plans on, on, um, you know, getting that anymore. It's just kind of just, that's it, you know? And and those I have them at 15% off. There's also like the Mini GT, the Kaido House, a lot of those cars. I had them at like, they were, the suggested retail is $25, but I have them on sale now for like 15, you know, 
they're really cool cars. You know, they, they have they have a nice you know different liveries on them. Uh, but you know, it's it's time to to push those products. Uh, the, the whatever's left, the dead stock of those. You know, that's another product that will be unavailable once it's gone. It's gone. Uh, that'll be it. Um, so <clears throat> I do have you know a 164 scale more like a premium like die cast that i don't plan to stock um you know those anymore so those would be gone and as as far as uh like brands let's say like jimmy flintstone for example one of them resin bodies a lot of those resin bodies are on sale you know they're great products don't get me wrong it's just you know i i've uh been selling jimmy flintstone products for a while and i just feel like i just reached the point where you know okay the like like it's it's um kind of harder to sell just because i know too like some of those uh what is it the, the kits unless you have the kit in your stash would be dope to get the resin because you have the donor kit but if you're if you're like a new modeler and you get a, a Jimmy Flintstone body right now, you know, I really don't know how, how it's going to be by getting the the uh, the donor, you know. You might find it at a model show or on eBay for cheap, you know, but, but obviously, like it says, it's for the advanced modeler. And when I think of an advanced modeler, it's going to be someone who definitely has it on their, in their stash, you know, or has seen the kit and they know, oh, I know how to get this kit, like if they don't have it in the stash you know and um <clears throat> there's some good ones in there. there there's some there's some cool bodies so you know if you have the donor kit you know i, I recommend it uh but yeah that you know with those th those are gonna be uh they're discounted down and a lot of these items too is uh you don't have you don't need a code or anything just add them to your cart and you'll see um how they're marked down um on there and um and you know, yeah, I'm just I'm just planning out like the fu future sales that are going to be coming up uh, this year, and just like things that I need to move, things that you know I need to bring into the store uh, on restocks on stuff, and then also um, Orange Con, we got that as well. Um, what else? There's a couple of shows that I also need to make sure I'm I'm going to be available to lock into. If, if I do plan on vending at these shows, um, if I am going to commit to doing it, I need a lot. I need to get in, in contact with them to make sure that they still have t tables available so I can lock a table down and uh, be able to be there present um, <clears throat> to vend. Because so far, um, out of the shows that you know I want to be attending, I've only committed to one so far as far as vending so i'm still kind of thinking about it and um and then i'm also uh, gonna be planning on uh traveling to mexico city uh in the about in november of this year so uh if if you're from mexico and you're from the city and you listen to this podcast you know, hit me up. I'm most likely going to be doing another a sticker, a scale rider sticker, <clears throat> Mexico edition, kind of like how I did with uh, with Spain, with the Barcelona 
sticker. I'm, I'm planning on designing an, another one just like that, but this one being the, the Mexico version. So scale riders coming out to Mexico. Um, you know, I'm, I'm just letting it know, be known now. Um, who knows like in the, in the future, if, um, when the time comes, you know, I, I know there's, there's more of a die cast community out there. I'm not really too sure when it comes down to model building, how, how big of a model community is out there. You know, if there is any, you know, I'm, I'm not too quite sure. I know there's, there's people in Mexico that build models, but in other, uh, regions, you know, but it would be pretty interesting to see and, you know, and, and get some, some of these stickers to people while I'm out there. That'd be pretty dope. Uh, but you know, once I get closer to the dates, you know, th th those things like that will be more announced. Um, and I'll, I'll see, I'll see what's up, but definitely, uh, going to be traveling out again to Mexico city in um, November, sorry, what was I saying? October. Yeah. November. So, um, going to be going back. I haven't, I haven't been to Mex dang in a while, probably before, before the pandemic. I think it's been five years. I think 2018 was, uh, about the last, last time I was out there. <clears throat> and, um, yeah. And I think when I was out, that's when I was like, um, I don't know if I was, no, I don't know if the name was already, if I already came up with the name. I can't even remember right now. I have to, like, really think hard. But I know I was brainstorming tons of ideas while I was out there um, when I was out in Mexico for scale riders. Like, you know, when all this was going to uh, take place um, back then. But hope you guys are doing good. I'm already uh, here. And... Um, enjoy the weekend the week i'm gonna get back into the booth i'm gonna go back at it with the nissan z let's see what happens i'll keep you guys updated i'm gonna take photos i'm gonna post them up <clears throat> you know whether it goes good or bad i'm gonna let you guys know and you know i like sharing this information just because you know i want to let you guys know that when something bad happens in your build don't freak out there's options there's different directions there's different routes alternate routes that you can take in order to uh to finish and uh execute the the build right there so uh just keep that in mind and uh, just keep on building you know all right guys peace out thank you have a good one late